Mike here. Welcome to another episode of Toying Around. Today is LV426 Day, so if you're an Alien fan, uh, happy Aliens Day. If you're not an Alien fan, go watch those fucking movies. I'm sitting down today. I've got a returning guest, my first returning guest, Adam Van Winkler. Thank you very much for being back, and thank you for bringing a good friend of yours on, uh, somebody with so much history in the business, Phil Ramirez. Phil, thank you for being here with us tonight. How you doing? Thank you for having me. Oh, dude, it's awesome to have you. It's awesome to have Adam back. I really appreciate it. Um, so let's hop into it. Uh, for those of you that don't know Phil Ramirez, he is one of the all-time greats of uh, toy sculpting in this industry. Uh, Phil, you've worked on pretty much everything at some point, right? Uh, I, worked on, I worked on a lot of stuff. Um, the quick background is uh, when I was 19, I worked at Barner Studios uh, on the I think it was like wave three of the Ninja Turtles. I've kind of, you know, I didn't do anything major by all means, but I just kind of started tooling around in the toy industry then. Uh, first thing I ever sculpted was a Toxic Avenger head oh my for a mop that never got made. And uh, yeah, from there I went to McFarland for a year and a half. And then from there to Toy Biz, Toy Biz for 15 to 16 years. And then after that, it's all over the place. It worked. I worked for most everybody at some so, point. So Ninja Turtles is my, my all-time favorite. So it's awesome that you worked on that a little bit. Um, I know you said you said nothing really major, but anything that I would know? Um, man, in Ninja Turtle days, it was just kind of like, I was doing that and we were doing uh, McDonald's uh, premium toys. Okay. So I would do the, the rough clays on the McDonald's premium stuff because I, for whatever reason, I've always been really good with kind of animated stuff. Um, so... Disney, I did really well with Disney stuff. So I would just kind of crank out Disney animated stuff. Um, and then, uh, let's see, what what did I work on that was like worth a damn? Uh, the, the first thing I remember doing that was like almost start to finish, but like they had all this engineering involved with it, with it was uh, Rocksteady and Bebop transforming. Uh, they transformed from uh, the characters in human form to yeah. like actual Rhino. Oh man, those figures were great. They were, I remember the original turtles like that with the transforming ones and they, you know, obviously transform into <coughs> turtles, but you know, before they mutated, I remember how bulky they were and it always yeah, aggravated yeah. me, <laughs> but they were like, the idea behind it was always really cool. It was so much fun. I mean, like I've been very fortunate in, in the early parts of my career to have been involved with like some really great lines and yeah, it was just a really kind of like a, such a creative time. It was, it was amazing. I was very lucky. Yeah, that, you hit it right on the head. It was a very creative time. Um, then you said you went over to Toy Biz. Um, yeah. You were big with the Marvel I, Legends back in the day. I wanna, right? I wanna interject on the on the <laughs> Toy Biz thing first, though. I'm, I'm getting in on this, guys, because hey, I'm, I'm over here too. No, don't <laughs> nobody put, don't nobody put baby in a corner. Um, I no, but mostly because the first time that I remember meeting uh, Jesse Falcon and Damon Knee was at a comic book convention in New York City and they had like a little fold out table, like not a big deal. And they had some prototypes out and some of them were the, uh, the, the old Toy Biz five inch Marvel days. And it was for unreleased generation X monsters. Like they had some of like, it was like Morlocks and stuff. For oh wow. Generation X. And I'm fairly certain, I mean, I could be wrong right now, which is gonna make my interjection not make any sense, but I'm pretty sure that that was some Phil Ramirez work right there. 
I uh, don't know, man. I, I'd have to see, <laughs> have to see what it was. Yeah. Cool. So my interjection <laughs> makes no sense. All right, tell us about Marvel Legends because everyone cares. Everyone cares more about Marvel Legends anyway. I'm old. We all get it. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I, I did. I did a lot of stuff that was unproduced for Marvel, like, jeez, uh, uh, I remember like Ever. Uh, Hemingway, Maggot. That's, those are the ones I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I did all those. Yeah, yeah. I did just didn't want to give you any Generation credit when you X, the Morlocks, dude. What the heck? Yes, yes, yes. yes. I forgot the name. Sorry, Dick. I don't remember Seriously. the name. <laughs> um, yeah. like that, that, it just cool. makes it all the more special. That that's so like the Joe Matarera named the thing. The Joe Matarera stuff was, I love Joe Matarera's style. I was able to. I did a relatively good job of kind of capturing it. So I got to do a lot of that stuff. Uh, I also did uh, a battle chaser figure for that was going to be produced, but kind of fell through. Got to work with Joe for on that. Never saw the light of day. So sad, man. I loved the battle chasers comics. So good. The guys, so was, good. Was that Palisades or Resaurus or something? No, it was like a, a totally like a, someone was going to try to go for it and do their own thing. And, uh, have you ever seen it? You've been to the pad. You've seen it, right? I I I've seen it at some point. Yes, yeah. but I I yeah. Garrison. I just did Garrison. So it's cool. Good for you. That's got to be heartbreaking, though, right? When you work on some of this stuff and it never sees the light of day. Uh, it was when I was younger. As you get older, you just care about nothing anymore. It <laughs> all withers and dies, and everything's fine. It's kind of just like a beautiful numbness, and it just kind of it's great. It's the way to go. So Phil, how, how are you doing in this whole quarantine? Oh, yeah, shit. good. Okay, cool. Happy. So happy. It's not much different <laughs> from my regular life, to be honest. No. No, no, no. I mean, I've got like my kiddos home all the time, so it's kind of cool actually. I get to learn a lot, like you know, be a dad a lot, a lot actually. I mean, I'm always kind of around, but this is a lot more. Uh, yeah, totally fun. different, right? It's great. It's awesome. My kid is amazing. That's awesome. That's good to hear. See, you hear so many horror stories about parents now that are like, when, when are schools reopening? When can I send my kid yeah. back? <laughs> right? I'm a teacher. I hear it every day. Oh, dude, so, you, must get, you must get like people. I mean, I've gone up to like a couple of teachers that I know and I'm like, hey, great job, man. Like you, you guys are really, really underappreciated. Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. pretty eye opening for some people. Yeah, absolutely. But, once, once shit opens again in September, it'll all be forgotten. Um, <laughs> so, Toy Biz Marvel Legends, what yes. were some of the uh, figures you sculpted on? I did a lot of Marvel Legends. Uh, so, start at Wave 1, man, because Wave 1, that it was huge. Wave 1, I did Thing and Cap? Yeah. Uh, Thing became Wave 2. He was originally yeah. supposed to be in Wave 1. There you go. You just oh, spoiled Hulk. I did Hulk. <laughs> Hulk was in Wave 1, right? Yeah, Slappy yeah. Hands Hulk is Adam. Yeah, Slappy Hands Hulk. That show. I did that. I uh, did the thing. Uh, I did a lot of characters who are whose arms were way too long once we put articulation in them. Uh, <laughs> I uh, like that you just immediately you're leading with that. It's like, oh, well, you I've know, seen guys talk about that on message boards. Yeah, I know. Yeah, hey, you know I was uh, one of them. Yeah, perform to the uh, to the audience. <laughs> somebody's like, yeah, those suck. So you know, as well. Uh, yeah, I did a lot. I mean, I did a lot, like 35, 40%. And then I also did, oh, wow. I did like, that, uh, your cat, your, the wave one, your wave one, Captain America, that head is still one of yeah, my favorite. That figure still holds up. 
And we're all our own worst critics, right? Yeah, right. Um, that head, though, is, uh, yeah, it's cool. I, that one, yeah, I went with uh, kind of a mix between uh, a couple different artists. That's kind of like how I would do it. Sometimes I'd go for it and make it my own. Other times, it was so, like, loose. It was so loose like that. Like, they would just be, like, uh, they'd call you and say, hey, make this character. And we all, we all kind of knew each other and knew our knowledge of the, the, the characters because we're all big Marvel fans. I, you know, I'm a big comic book nerd and, like, you know, when I was working at for Ninja Turtles, like I was in high school, like <laughs> going to the toy store and like, you know, this is the eighties. I was like afraid to get busted, like buying toys. So I mean, I've always been a huge comic book toy nerd guy. You know, just kind of the thing. I don't know if that's the the proper nomenclature, but whatever. I, I've I've been into it forever, so. Do awesome. I, you you did a did a little bit of a self portrait on a on a wave four Marvel Legends Gambit, right? Oh yeah, yeah, sort of, yeah. Well, you you with hair, which is yeah, weird. yeah, yeah, yeah. A version of me that could never exist in the world without a wig. <laughs> it's you. It's you with a wig on. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, how'd you get into this? I mean, you said you were a big fan of this stuff growing up. What, what led to you taking this career path? <clears throat> I kind of lucked out, man. Uh, my brother lived, my brother's best friend in high school lived next door to Ed Mosqueda, who is the other half at the time of Varner Studios. I don't know if you've watched the, the show uh, Toys That Made Us. Yep. But for like seven seconds, they, they do a an interview of the two guys that sculpted a lot of the Ninja Turtles. Mm -hmm. Longer yeah. than seven seconds. They showed <laughs> it was two of them. 15 seconds. There was, <laughs> but there was, there's, uh, there's some information from those two guys. And Eddie basically let, let me into the studio and I kind of just like, for whatever, I did whatever was available. Sometimes I cleaned up, I did molds. And then one day I, they said, hey, you want to try sculpting? Because I had literally nothing to do. And I was... I just kind of knew what to do. I did it. I just, it made sense. And, and you had never done it prior to that. I have no education, man. You're That's amazing. That's so fucking cool. I'm interjecting again because like just a little fun tidbit is that uh, Eddie Mosqueda that, that Phil used to work for at Varner, his son, Eddie Mosqueda Jr. actually works with me at Gentle Giant Studios now and is a sculptor. So he followed in his father's footsteps and is a great sculptor at Gentle Giant too. That's so, awesome. Yeah, That's so really it's Varner's cool. it's Varner's spot. You know, Steve Steve was the guy. Steve was the man for a long time. And Steve's still doing it, still doing it well. So yeah, Steve's Steve Varner's uh Steve Varner and Mosqueda are, are responsible for getting me into this industry, hundred percent. And Prior, prior to just being asked to try it out that day, uh, what, what did you? What were your goals as like for a career? Uh, <laughs> I don't think I should say. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I was not headed on the best of paths. <laughs> so yeah, I lucked out, man. That's that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Really, you, know, you look back and think about it, how many years ago was that, right? To to look at it now, you've been doing this for over twenty years, right? I've been doing it for twenty eight years. 
And do you think industry. you feel like you're still passionate about it after 28 years? Certain things, yeah, man. But, you know, a lot of it can be, like, really soul-crushing, boring. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, uh, but I still, like, I, every once in a while, I'll get a, get a project and be like, wow, this is great. Or, like, see something that, that I've – just every once in a while, you see something, you're like, damn, that's really well done. Um, well, that you should talk about because you are like you're a traditional sculptor, man. Like that's like you are amazing when it comes. Are you, to are you looking stuff. at my notes, Adam? Oh yeah, <laughs> my, <laughs> you're looking at my notes, dude. I'm taking over. I'm like, oh, I'm cool, bro. Go ahead. Here I am. But like that's a that's what Phil like. I only I hear Phil talking about soul crushing and stuff like this, and like that's where it, he. He is an artist, man. He is and it's a, so different now, right? It's all is isn't so much of a digital. Yeah, I used to be a sculptor. Now I'm a, a digital pixel manipulative manipulator. So, so my question was going to be traditional versus digital. What do you prefer? I think you kind of just answered that. Oh no, 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 no. Uh, for work, sure. Uh, digital. You prefer digital? Yeah, I mean, it's like the the kind of the industry is kind of adapted to the concept of digital, so it's a lot of uh, kind of finding the figure and lots of changes and everybody kind of is like figuring it out as it goes along, as opposed to, you know, when you're doing sculpture, when you're actually doing physical sculpture, it was like, Hey, we don't have a lot of time and you've got to make this thing right kind of early on. And we don't have a lot of time to like, let's decide if this head could be 5% smaller, or larger, you know, let's try this and let's try that. There's, there wasn't a lot of that. With the okay. computer, everyone has the ability now to just kind of, for better or for worse, just kind of figure it out as they go along. So there are a lot, there are a lot more art directors, right? Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I know. That. I'm I say, I'm right that. here. Okay, I'm <laughs> right here. Jeez. I didn't say that. I'm I'm very fortunate to have worked with any art director that I've ever worked with. They're all very amazing and talented. And I. You don't worry. No one's gonna stop giving you work. <laughs> oh, don't worry, dude. Nobody listens to this shit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Uh, no, man. It just yeah. I, I to get an idea across. Digital is really good. Okay. Um, I'm in the quarantine. I'm I'm kind of coming up with these weird characters for this story idea I had. I'm doing them all traditionally. I'm doing. I'm using a. Uh, uh, medium Chavant, uh, in a process I learned from Spider Zero. If you guys don't know who he is, you want to get real depressed if you do any kind of art. This is a guy that'll make you real sad. <laughs> He's a monster. So, yeah, sir, anyone that's listening that doesn't know, search Spider Zero on Facebook and/or Instagram, and he is an awesome, awesome artist and teacher. Yeah, he's really incredible. So I took his class and he kind of, he does these like sketches in soft clay that and it just kind of made me rethink the way, because I have everything I've ever made had to be molded, you know, to prepared for casting. You have to have like undercut issues. Everything has to be worked out. So this free, it kind of freed me up to think differently. So I've just been doing traditional stuff for myself. Again, no one's going to care about it, buy it or anything like that. So it's cool. It's fun for me. But if I'm going to make something that needs to be uh, to mass market or I'm trying to make a, trying to come up with an idea that I'm going to try to present to somebody to sell or get, you know, try to make a dollar, it's got to be digital. 
That's interesting. I, I so figuring that you were, you know, you came up doing the more traditional techniques. I, I, I kind of expected to hear it the other way, but um, it totally makes sense. Yeah, it's just a matter. It's gotta, of, be, it's gotta be easier. Yeah, it's all about speed and like, because I mean, if, if it was, if the, if they weren't giving changes like they are for digital, I would be into doing traditional stuff again. But there's just it's changed the game. So like everyone is giving you changes all the time now. It's it's not even like uh, it's before. There was like you can't nobody give you changes. They gave you changes if there was problems. But now it's like there is more of an option to like figure it out. Like, Hey, maybe what if we try this? What if we try that? And a lot of, uh, a lot of people are kind of used to doing it that way. So it's, I know a couple of guys that still occasionally do traditional and they've said that they, they want to change because of that very reason, because they're the art directors are used to giving changes to somebody that's working with a computer and traditionally, you know, making a head 5% smaller would, just destroy the thing it'd be a mess yeah it's a total re-sculpt yeah, where yeah, yeah. In, it's like the push of a button yeah so you have to figure that i mean do i enjoy it as much as traditional sculpting not really but who cares <laughs> <laughs> what what's been some of your favorite pieces that you've gotten to work on oh man uh Modo, uh, Modoc and Mojo were my favorite uh, build the figures ever because I got I I really <laughs> I there was a time when we were doing like there was one month we did eleven Marvel Legends in one month traditionally right so we were just I, it was only me and like three two other guys and, and I would just build like break everything apart and everybody was making different parts so we were really cranking the stuff out when it came to stuff that I really wanted to do I would carve out huge amounts of time to do them. So I could spend like, not just like four to seven days, but like I'd spend weeks and sometimes even a month. Modoc and Mojo, I spent a, such a huge amount of time on those those guys, as well as uh, uh, Gothmog and a bunch of the stuff from Lord of the Rings. And uh, from the comic book legends line, um, Judge Death, mm-hmm. um, the uh, what's ice giant frost, frost giant right frost, frost giant, giant. Yeah, that one that which never got made yeah and mean machine wave, wave mean three. machine never got made too yeah, yeah. And those are those are pretty good figures man I did I spent a lot of time on those because and I did them too up because I basically knew I was going to keep them in my studio like those are going to be something that I kept yeah that's awesome that's a shame they didn't get made but um yeah. What about more recently? Any anything uh, you've worked on more recently that you've really enjoyed? Um, I I love Rick and Morty. Um, I got to do the um, Rick and Morty figures for uh, well, me and my my partner. Uh, we got to do the Rick and Morty figures for uh, Mondo. Okay. And they're like they're bigger figures, so mm-hmm. that was it was, was kind of cool to work on that um that came out you know they, they came out pretty good um i enjoyed i did a little design work on a, a head i did for uh merman for the mondo he-man yeah. figures. i got to design the one like kind of the the weirder head that doesn't come with anything i designed that head 
And I designed you've a bunch done, of. Yeah, Sorry, you've man. done a bunch of the stuff for the the twelve inch Mondo lines. Yeah, right? we did a lot of that stuff. The the animated Batman animated the He Man stuff. That was that was cool. Um, I'm doing a line right now for. Uh, um, Spin Masters, that is uh, Monster Jam, which is like uh, monster truck stuff. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the figures are great, man. They're they're just kind of uh, the the art director and I have known each other for a long time, and and he's just kind of we're going. They look very like uh, modernized '90s toys. Nice. Yeah, they're really cool. Minimal articulation. They're they're great though. I've, I've really been enjoying those. Those are great designs. They're just fun, you know what I mean? It's like, it's different. That, that's what toys should be, right? At yeah, the end of the exactly. day, toys need to be fun. Exactly. That's really I'm cool. Gonna, I'm, I want to interject again. I know, like, Mike's going to be pissed off. He's like, stop fucking No, dude, you, bro, you're, you're the one with the experience, dude. Take it away. But, hey, yeah, I'm it's, just, an, I'm, it's an easy Sunday night for me. Take it away. I'm, a, I'm, the, I'm the cheerleader over here. <laughs> uh, but speaking of two-ups, like I'm, I'm tying this into the reason why Phil and I are both. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? uh, I thought you were talking about traditional. I mean, like, like uh, business-wise, like. No, like yeah. it, the 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 curse deadline. We yeah, that, we did those at Designer Con as two ups. Now, even though we we're sculpting them digitally and we could have just printed them out at size size, we we were like, no way, two ups are cool and it'll really help give a splash at the show. Um, and, and yeah. we've also like, I, you know, Phil can speak to this more, but like doing some of the, the cursed ed stuff, we've, we've been talking about like, Hey, you don't have to necessarily do it all digitally. You could do it digitally. We can print it out and then do some traditional sculpting on it, which is like, is something yeah. that I'm trying to encourage because I know how Phil feels about all of this. So, you know, like that's uh, like, I feel the cursed dead. I think like Phil, Tell us about, have you been having fun? Please tell me that you've been having fun. Like, I want to know that you've been having fun. No, no, no. That has been great. And like, I, we, I actually, that, that's been so much fun. It's kind of, uh, kind of uh, cathartic for me. Like, it's really been, it's been great. Like, I get to, de I get to design, I get to sculpt. It's all been, that, the Cursed Dead has been a joy to do. And we built, we did them two up because I literally, when we started, I'm like, I want, at least three of these things, I want them on my wall. And like, I don't know if they're going to ever make any money or they're ever going to get out, you know, we're going to get them produced, but you know, I'm a, I'm a glasses, uh, half empty or fuck that glass kind of guy. And, uh, <laughs> I'll take care of that part. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, and, and, uh, but I, I loved, I mean, like I've spent so much time on, uh, Dr. Crane and pig pig and, uh, the werewolf and some of the demon stuff, all oh, the, the gun, the blood slinger. Like we've spent, I've spent a lot of time getting those guys looking as good as possible. Well, from what, from what you guys have shown at, at shows and on Instagram and stuff, it definitely comes across how much time and, and care and effort you've put into it. I've had a lot of conversations with Adam about that curse, that stuff and that, that's something I'm very, very excited for. And uh, we could have, entire episodes just focused on that and i'm down to do that um cool. uh, it's just it's awesome i mean i'm i'm a big fan of horror and monsters and so being able to get like these unique takes on some classic monsters is fucking cool um 
and I, I similar to you, I think I am a lot, I, you know, I have to kind of temper that doing this show. Right. But I'm a, I'm a glass half, half empty kind of guy. I'm a, I'm a total pessimist. But that being said, I think that shit's going to blow up. I really think you're going to get a lot with that and you're going to sell a lot. Um, so. It's just, it's so cool, dude. Yeah. It's been so much fun. And like, we have, we get, you know, we were, we get to, he and I, Adam and I still get together to, you know, whenever we can to kind of talk about this stuff. So we've got a few more really cool ideas that are going to happen just in the first, like before the first launch of it. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's cool. It's even, even just the, like doing research on you prior to this episode, you know, going to your website and stuff, this, the, all, you know, the work that really stands out are the more like monsterish designs. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you, you know, I, I, I can only imagine you're in all your glory working on these things. Yeah. It's like, uh, I was fortunate enough to, to be taken seriously with monster stuff. So I got to do a, a lot of it, learn a lot. Yeah. Just that portraits and, uh, uh, animated stuff were my, were the things I was best at. Sculpting robots, pure garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute garbage. And uh, my partner is like the engineer master. So, you know, all this stuff will move amazingly. He's, he's, uh, he's a badass. Oh dude. It's so exciting. It's so exciting to hear you guys talk about it and to see the, the progress on it and just, you know, I'm so hyped for it. So the anticipation is just, it's killer. Um, well, thank you. I hope uh, uh, other people feel that way. I'm sure they will believe. I mean, I'm, you know, I, I, I could be quite a jerk off. You know, we were talking about that earlier as far as, you know, critiquing toys and shit like that, but it, it, it looks awesome. I mean, I'm sure if it comes out half as good as it looks, you guys are going to have a hit. Um, I saw a video of you sculpting that DC Collectibles Clayface from the Arkham video games. I mean, that was that was an amazing piece, just the detail going into it and just how fucking massive it is. Is that the biggest thing you've sculpted or worked uh, on? I did... No, I did. Uh, uh, I worked on a uh, juggernaut for Bowen Designs. That was pretty big. Um, I did from <laughs> the OG, or not the OG, but like the, the Godzilla movie that was from like 90. Oh, Matthew Broderick. The Broderick one, yeah. I did uh, a big Godzilla for that. Did you, was it the big one that, that vibrated? It came with the little fucking uh, tank? No. It was, uh, it was great, man. It was like, a sex toy. You know which one I'm talking about? No, but... It was the one that came, it came with this, like, really tiny tank, and it was hooked up to the Godzilla with a, with a cable, and when you Wait. pressed the top of the tank, it was like it fired a missile at it, and the whole fucking Godzilla shook and, like, roared. Was it... Wait, wait, wait. Was, was it Torbidus? I guess. I mean, it was a mass market toy. Well, I got it for was, Christmas the one year. There was, Resaurus had, Resaurus, right? Adam had the original license? I think so, yeah. So they had the original license, and they don't exist anymore, right? No. Okay, so the toys because were that terrible. Godzilla? They were terrible toys. They looked nothing like the actual Godzilla. And I went, we, so basically Resaurus and Toy Biz had the same amount of time, which was like two and a half weeks, to sculpt all their products. Because they didn't want, because they, it's one of those things where you show people at the very end. Yeah. Get it out there. And I, mine came out pretty, pretty accurate. And resources came out 
not very accurate. And uh, <laughs> we, they made it, they sold a bunch of product. Toybiz actually, they had like, they didn't do like traditional action figures. They had it like moving and doing, uh, it was like a tail whipping one. They were big. Yeah, this uh, thing was massive. Yeah, that thing was, it's, it's on my, oh, I don't have any social media. Never mind. <laughs> I had, I had, I'm going to get back on Instagram. I just, you know, it gets depressing after a while. There was a link on your website for the Instagram, but it led to a user not found. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Shut it down. Just keeping the mistake. It's like, yeah, right? no, I, like I occasionally, like, it's like, you know, I'll go on my Instagram accounts and I'm like, oh, I'm friends with Phil. And then it's like, oh, nope, Phil's not on here anymore. Okay. I like to keep it fresh. <laughs> I mean, I escape regularly. <laughs> well, I mean, I, social media, right? It's so it, it's so hit or miss, right? I mean, it's great that so many people have a voice, but it's also horrible because so many people have a voice. <laughs> and, you know, people just want to get on your fucking nerves and all that shit. And, I mean, doing what you guys do, I could only imagine the kind of uh, criticism you you get on a regular basis. It's not so bad. I mean, it used to be... Well, you're not on it, so it can't be that bad, right? Right, right, right. And I don't work on anything. I mean, Toy, I mean, Toy Biz and Marvel Legends was such a huge thing. I mean, it still is. Yeah. So, like, I understand in retrospect, you know, like, I get it. Like, you're, that's your jam. I mean, that's the thing that you like, you love, you're collecting it. And, uh, yeah, people are passionate about it. I get it, you know. And you know what? They're right. Fucking arms are too long. <laughs> um, I, I did, I did, like, I was doing so many figures a, a, a week and uh, yeah, man, like I had other people working for me and I was, I had to concentrate on getting, you know, when you're in a rush like that and you have to do that much work, you know, I was banging out like a head or a portrait and a torso every like day or two. Well, I mean, you kind of blew my mind a minute ago when you said you had what, two and a half weeks to do the Godzilla figures. Yeah. That's, it doesn't seem realistic. Oh buddy. I was so fast. Um, traditionally, I was fast. Are you guys yeah. still there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Traditionally, I was very fast, and I was young, and I was hungry, you know? Like, I wanted to do good, and I, I lived for it. You know, I literally did nothing else. I was – I never left – there was a period of time where, like, three and a half years where – almost four years where I worked at bare minimum 15 to 20 hours a day. But I loved it, man. Like, I, I lived for it. So, and I learned how to sculpt, you know, I was, yeah, I learned how to be a mediocre sculptor with all that time. You know, it's, it took a while, but I got some, some of it sent through that's, but I mean, the computer thing is kind of great for that where I can, you know, really, really be at maybe 20% mental capacity and uh, sculpt on a computer. <laughs> I love that. Hey, I, I'm interjecting again because I just want to bring up the, I want to bring up the curse dead thing again because like just so you know, Phil, Mike tracked me down because of the curse dead. Okay. So he he found the curse dead on Instagram and then tracked me down at New York Toy Fair because I had said on the, the Curse Dead Instagram account that I was gonna be at New York Toy Fair. That's how into the Curse Dead stuff oh, cool, Mike is. And um, I, I just want to throw that out there because I'm going to also, like, I'm going to post this interview 
like once once it goes up, like when it, once it goes live, I'll post about it on the Cursed Dead social media and Facebook page. And just so you know, everyone, every single comment is going to be like, "Hey, what's going on with this sign? What are the other updates? Yeah. Come on, <laughs> so, so Phil, come on. What are the other updates? And, and come on, man. Like, like, am I going to be the only one that has to answer all of this? Come on, what's going on, Phil? What's going on with the Cursed Dead, man? Yeah, you are the only one that's going to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, let's finish up for tonight. <laughs> yeah, man. This is, uh, yeah, I mean, this has been. Cool. Yeah, yeah, Adam, what is going on with the Cursed Dead? Yeah, what's Ooh. going on, Adam? Tell uh, us. We're, we're, we're working on it. We're, we're, <laughs> Phil, come on, help me out here. We're actually, we're, we're likely going to be doing, you know, the uh, the the Kickstarter route. You know, um, we we've been watching McFarlane make millions of dollars, but you yeah, know obviously. that little name, that small business, McFarlane. Like I keep equating <laughs> it to like it's like when Shack gets the bailout. It's like oh cool, like, you could just, just put a pre-orders on your website, Todd. Yeah, that, that's you pretty wild to, to think, right? Kickstarter. When they so I I was at Toy Fair talking to him about that and uh. Before before Todd came over, you know, uh, I don't remember the woman's name that was giving us a tour of the booth, but, sh you know, they had the old figures on display and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to do updated articulation and go the Kickstarter route. And I was like, why? For, yeah, you're Todd McFarlane. You don't need Kickstarter. But I guess, like, I he's he's like bit, literally broken Kickstarter. He, he's oh, like, my, it, you know, like minutes, right? Yeah, it's like that's it. He he got funded like literally within minutes, and then yeah, he's he's now up over two million dollars. He's adding stuff. Like I actually, yeah, I'm, I really do appreciate the way he's running it. It's very very Todd. I've I've met the guy a few times. I I had the toy signed when I was a kid. Like I went into New York City with my mom and went to FAO Schwartz when the Wave One of Spawn toys were released, and I got my my first issue of spawn and my first spawn action figure signed by todd and then i've had the pleasure of actually working with the guy here and there you know he occasionally comes to gentle giant for stuff not so much anymore but he used to um so i've met him he he is a kook but a kook in the best way possible. oh yeah super eccentric oh yeah no it's like he has he has his opinions but like look at this i mean like you can't argue with success he's no. literally over two million dollars and he's still got like 10 or 11 days mm -hmm. left of the thing. So yeah, that's it's great. Good for him. So we're likely going in the same route for Kickstarter. I can't imagine <laughs> us doing it nearly as well as Todd McFarlane, but you know, like we do have the, the star power that is Phil Ramirez uh, in, in our corner. So I am looking forward yeah, but, to that. But that's but, true. I mean, you have, you have known talent in the industry, proven, proven individuals. Am I really wrong though? Let's be honest. <laughs> hey, dude, are yeah. you like one, you're one of the fucking OGs of the Toy Biz Marvel Legends. That's one of the most, you know, critically acclaimed toy lines in history. So yeah, you you know you've got the star power, and you've got even though it's not like it's original takes on established characters, kind of. And we wanted to do that. It's for, fucking for monsters, that. dude, and everybody yeah. loves that shit. It we goes with everything. Yeah, we purposely did that to. So there was no, there was like a, a point of reference, you know, like if we yeah, went but dude, if Mezco's that. putting out roaches in different colors and stuff is selling what they sell, yeah, you guys are going to do great. Great. And I love the Mezco stuff. 
that's a huge part of my collection. But they're putting oh, okay. out roaches, right? And they're, yeah, they're some dude, of their I, most popular figures. One of them, dude. I got the I got the the skeleton guy on my desk, man. Yeah, that guy's that guy's they're awesome. The, the the Popeye and Pluto are just oh, dude. Those are the best action figures in the last five years, man. Those things are incredible. So much fun. But your your stuff is going to be just as fun, I think. Well, let's that's so. like literally when Phil. Phil sculpted the the fly. He was talking about Dr. Crane earlier. So Dr. Crane is mm-hmm. is our is our take on the fly. It's like not a, like it, like he sculpted it, and I was like, ah, oh, this is gross. But then he worked with um with Beardy uh, working on the the paint master, and literally those two guys like what they came up with with the paint. Yeah. Like, bro, like I literally got sick to my stomach. So like you can like look at the back and like. Phil, you tell us about how gross that thing is. There's some really gross stuff going on in the back, <laughs> like, and you can't see it in the. You didn't. Oh, they've never seen it with the with the jacket off, huh? No, but I I took some close up pictures. There's some close up pictures on okay. Instagram and stuff. It's like it's um large maggots are bursting out of its back, and it's kind of it's not too gory, but it's kind of uh, you know, they're oversized and kind of again. I was trying to do the whole like cartoon. Uh, kind of have fun with it, not super hyper realistic, but but pretty detailed and realistic. Yeah, he's got a lo- he's got a loose like skin oh, yeah. flesh hand, and like the toe gross stuff. Like there's like little pieces of corn that are like toes. <laughs> and teeth. It's uh, I, How I do you come up like, with that? Uh, just looking at uh, there's a couple of books I have that are like uh, skin diseases, and uh, huh. and like. Have you ever seen bot flies? No. Yeah. Thank God, no. It's brutal. They bear their children inside of people. Oh. And then they come out. <laughs> it's brutal, man. So I look but at That's awesome. Like that. but, but I mean, what great reference for something like this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I, I think it's awesome, dude. Um, how, so, all right. So you guys are working on the Curse Dead together. How did you guys meet and how did this all come about? Uh, dude, I've known Adam for a long time. Uh, we have, we run in similar circles. A bunch of our friends know each other. And yeah, I mean, I've known Adam for a long time. I think I, obviously, yeah, it's, it's because like I, I moved out to LA in, uh, 2005, but I'd been going to Comic-Con, um, like two years prior to that. And I knew Damon Nee, um, from from Toy Biz Marvel Legends day like Mar- well Marvel five inch days, and Damon introduced me to Phil and Eddie Wires like at early uh, Comic Cons and yeah we, I mean like we've all kind of been in the same crew of friends for many years now. Yeah. And where did the decision come from to do this curse dad? Oh well. Um, Adam is very successful at uh, knowing how to use Kickstarter and also like he's been you know he's a good product manager reasonable anyway and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah he, he he put a Kickstarter together uh, which is that to be talked about yeah yeah articulated uh, Adam, icons I mean like yeah, that's cool Adam yeah put for- a really, Adam put a great Adam was very was completely responsible for the Articulated Icons Ninja Wave. 
things came out amazingly. And uh, I figured the guy knows what he's doing. The guy knows how to run a campaign and he's completely easy to take advantage of. So <laughs> that's the plan. We're gonna get we're gonna get our funding. We're gonna get it all sorted out, and we're going to rob Adam. That's gonna be how I'm we do cool. It. I'm glad that we have this recorded. Yeah, because that's how it's that's how it's all been. That's how it gets done, right, Adam? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> that's how we. That's how it gets done in this. Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> Anyway, you can see uh, why I love Phil, Mike. <laughs> yeah, Adam's, but Adam's great. So we were just very fortunate, and you know, you could tell the rest, Adam, who else is involved and all that stuff. No, yeah, it's I, obviously it's me, Phil, and Josh, Jesse's mm-hmm. little brother, who yep. wants to he wants to step out of his his big brother's spotlight and make toys of his own. And Josh does a bunch of stuff. Um, Electric, like electronic stuff with, and voice, voice and sound chip stuff with uh, toys. Yeah, and and uh, Josh actually put together like uh, the awesome videos oh, that, yeah, were, yeah, yeah. that were playing at our at the designer con booth, and also uh, we I've reposted them on our Instagram. So it's mm-hmm. like ones where you see like basically the stuff that Phil sculpted in ZBrush as the prototypes. Josh has taken them and started giving them some life and. You know, we've been experimenting with other stuff like that, which is really cool. You know, like it's like it's it's an it's a new way, at least for us, to start to help um, market these things. And you know, we're developing uh, intellectual property here, so it is our take on classic monsters. But we are developing a backstory and characters and oh, yeah. you know, characters that people can army build, and then one-off characters. And you know, uh, Mike, I think you and I talked about this previously that. I'm hoping for for this line to develop a variety of price points too. So yes. it's like you have the characters that you encourage, you know, like the so so the the drinkers, the the the, the vampires, and like they're the main um, like bad guys of this. Like it's like oh, you can you could buy and afford to buy an army because we're gonna try to make them as close to like retail Marvel Legends this price as possible. But then you'll have a character that's built off that same body with additional parts and maybe some soft goods like the um, Dr. Crane, so the Artake on the Fly, but that would be at a higher price point. And, you know, we're not expecting people to army build Dr. Crane. They're going to buy one Dr. Crane. So he is at a, at a more deluxe price point. And meanwhile, we'll have, you know, the demons and the, and the, the vampires at our lower price point. And, you know, and we're going to do this with the different body types and, and, along waves and like we've got so many plans we all we do we we love talking about this we love playing this so you know we've got ideas and uh so far the reaction has been great from from the community in general and you know like we built a crazy fan base on both instagram and facebook already and we don't even have product to sell yet so i'm that's gotta tell you something yeah like you know i'm super grateful for it and i know people want answers and want updates and like, don't worry guys. Like we are actually working on this stuff and we do have plans to, to allow people to buy these things at some point in hopefully the nearish future. 
Um, that works. <laughs> well, well, like, that's that's, that's going to be a big question, right? Is it is well, when like, when when is this going to happen? So man, exactly, and like this this quarantine, this the, what we're all going through right now, and you know, staying safe at home, we're it's giving us a chance to work on this stuff and and make some headway. So we're we're trying our best to get it done, and you know, I want people to be able to not worry about like their funds. That was one of my questions with McFarlane launching this in the midst mm -hmm. of this. But like, you know, it, it has worked for him, but I also like, I don't want to launch something and have people be like, ah, oh, you know, I don't have, like, I love this, but I don't, I'm worried and I don't have the money right now. So it's like, uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to do this when we think it's the time is ready and when we have our prototypes ready. So we're, we are working on it, guys. It is coming. I um it's gonna be cool and and you know th thanks uh, to everyone who who's into it and is supporting it right now i think that's a pretty responsible way to approach it you know given the you know everything going on um so i you know i appreciate that um that being said if you did launch it i'd probably go all in right now <laughs> but you know that's what credit cards are for um <laughs> dude that is seriously that has been my motto because like honestly like I backed it. I backed McFarland's campaign and I like I didn't back it for just one figure. I backed it for the three. I want yeah. a classic spawn. I want a modern spawn and the artist proof with his signature. Cool. Like whatever. I'll throw that on a shelf. Like that I'm down. Yeah. So I you know, I'm in that for $160 and yeah, I'm just as strapped for cash as everyone else is. And totally. I, it's a it's on a credit card. So it's like that's a like at the end of, you know, 10 more days or whenever his campaign ends, they are going to charge me, but it's going to go on to my American Express credit card. So, <laughs> yeah, who knows? We'll see how it goes. No, that... Oh, it, but we're that, no, that time, man. Yeah, what, say that again? Oh, we're just, we're hoping to use the time, you know. And, but it sounds like you are, and that's great. I mean, yeah, you know, pe people are hungry. People are still hungry. You know, collectors are still hungry for all this stuff. Um because if nothing else, dude, it's still an escape with everything going on. Yeah, it's just hard to, I, yeah, I, I've, it's the more of the, you don't want to tell people like, hey, man, like, this is some, you want to, you want to buy some really cool stuff and you, you can't find work and, you know. No, I, oh, absolutely. I, I get it. Times, man. And I, I, it's just, you know, it's pretty frightening. So we're just taking the time and trying to make a few more cool, cool things to add to it all. So when. It hits. It's like uh, it's a it's a it's a nice full project, and it's lots of stuff going on. I think people are going to appreciate that, though. Um, and you know, like you said, the more you you can add to it and, and adjust it, it's all positive stuff. Yeah, we found some engineering issues that we have to address. Oh, that, see, that's that's Phil right there <laughs> throwing me right under the bus. <laughs> like he is just like right now. He's like, yeah, it's Adam's fault. No, no, no. It's it's my fault. I, but we there's we made some stuff, some things like if you want to get an inside baseball, like the skinny vampire, it it might be too skinny, so we have to like fix a few things, you know, just things like that, which are which are time consuming, and you got to get the engineering right. Yeah, that's 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 all interesting stuff to hear. Because um, I hate I hate to get something to the market. I mean, he and I both have mm -hmm. talked about this, and all of us have talked about this. The last thing that I want to do. Is get something to market that just you know ev evaporates as soon as you try to articulate the thing. Like I, it drives me crazy because I break yeah. everything. 
I'm big. Like I'm a relatively big guy. And man, seven I feet tall. Yeah, he, everyone cool. listening at home, he is seven feet tall. I'm six foot four. I'm about <laughs> two, 260 pounds uh, now because I've lost a little bit of weight. But man, I break every fucking thing. So I, when I can actually play with something and like move it around and not, you know, turn it into mush in seconds, I'm, I need that. I need everyone to experience that. I don't want it to be something that can easily break. That would be such a bummer. I mean, yeah, that for sure. I, there was there was another Kickstarter that I backed a few years ago. Um, when they finally came, a lot of them had a lot of issues. That was pretty disappointing. Um, so That's it's like good that the icons, right? Uh, what was that? <laughs> huh? Was that Adam? <laughs> huh? Was that Adam's line? <laughs> huh? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Everyone just throwing me right under the bus, man. Well, to be fair, Adam, I didn't know you worked on it when I had Balkan. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's it, you know that that shit's important. So it's good that you guys are doing that and you're going back to the drawing board and trying to figure that out. Yeah. Um, I, I one more question, then I'll let you guys go. I, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Sure, sure, hopefully, sure. hopefully, Phil, you had a good enough time that you want to come back and talk about <laughs> yeah. other shit. Um, so what do you do you collect do you, you know are you still into toys besides just making them do you, what do you collect what do you enjoy or, or are you not into that aspect of it anymore i am i have so much stuff <laughs> like i have a lot of stuff i have a lot of stuff so i try not to buy stuff unless it's exceptional like when i see something that's great like popeye or you know like pluto i'll buy pluto like like pluto pluto um yeah, when I see stuff that I like, Mesco, you know, I buy I buy his stuff occasionally because it's when I see stuff that's great, it's great, you know. Like that, uh, the strong guy from uh, Marvel Legend, I'll, I'll be buying that when it comes around because that thing's awesome. It's cool. Stuff. Oh, hey, hey, I worked, I worked on that. I mean, like I had a sculptor work on that, but like I was involved a little bit. Yeah, the yeah, that's like a great figure. So like I kind of pick and choose. Uh, you know, my all-time favorite figure is still on my uh, best sculpted figure in all of the uh, 1970s and 80s, the OG Hammerhead from Kenner. I have that on my, uh, my computer. Nice. Yeah, that thing is amazing. And then, like, uh, uh, you know, old stuff like Slide from the Thundercats, that is an amazing sculpture. Slythe is like, that's like, and he's such a freaking cool character. I think it's I, such I, a great sculpture. you ordered the Four Horsemen. Did you look at, did you, did you see the Four Horsemen one? It's like, it, I like, I dig it, man. Oh, no, like, no, I haven't seen that. They're, they're doing, they're doing Thundercats? For uh, Super 7, Super, right? Super 7. So, yeah, they uh, just, it's it, like, it's like, literally, I'll send you a, a link. It's like, okay, it was cool. just, just shown recently. But, um. The original Slythe was amazing. Totally. Like, I remember that figure, like, just, I mean, like, me and my brother had to share our Thundercats figures, and, like, Slythe was one, like, that sculpt, like, damn, it was so good for back in the day. It's like, you could stand certain figures from, like, back in the 80s next to each other, and there's just such a giant difference between some of them. Like, it's like, uh, this is garbage, and then this is, like, beautiful sculpture. I've been really getting into like the old Ninja Turtles, like yeah. uh, 
been seeing a like a lot. Um, bunch of the stuff is really good. I got to see some of that stuff done in person, and you know, you're we were. I was young and I was, yeah. you know, up my own ass, like most of the time. And uh, but I didn't really get to really acknowledge how great it was. And I've gone back and looked at some of the stuff. It's really cool and such a weird take on things and it was so sculptural and it was good mm-hmm. stuff yeah i think a lot of that stuff was probably ahead of its time i mean yeah. they, they did such a cool i mean i was a kid when it came out you know i was I, I a very young child and i you know i had all of it i was you know very lucky that you know my parents always supported you know me collecting and playing with toys so i had all that ninja turtle stuff all the vehicles play sets um i you know and it, a lot of that stuff still holds up today um what do you what do you think of like the stuff that NECA and Super Seven are putting out for Turtles? Oh, um, I love the the NECA like animated looking stuff. It's really cool. Um, yeah, that stuff's really cool. Um, the the other stuff just looks like yeah, I don't know, the NECA stuff's great. Yeah, I like the stuff they're putting out. There. I think the cartoon stuff came out really cool. Yeah, the, um, the rocks I'm looking I'm looking at Rock City and Bebop, right? Yeah. Those are those are I mean, for the price of them and the you know, for a mass market figure, they're they're awesome pieces. The the heft to them and everything, really cool stuff. Um Adam Adam collects everything, man. I do. I yeah, we were talking about that. <laughs> we were talking about that. I'm like still getting to it. Like it's like I'm one of these buttholes where it's like using Amazon and like all mm-hmm. of these other like sites where it's like oh but order essential stuff like you know food and toilet paper and it's like i'm like ah ship me my new star wars black bespin luke uh on the empire strikes back card like i want that right now so yeah i'm i'm that guy and i'm like super excited for the the marvel legends age of apocalypse wave that's supposed to be shipping from amazon this week so all you poor people that are listening that work in the Amazon warehouses, I, I am that asshole oh, that's awesome. making you pack and ship those things right now. <laughs> Everybody's got their thing, man. <laughs> they're, they're packing a lot of sex toys too, buddy. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> nice. I did, What a great way to start wrapping up the show, Phil. Oh, dude. Yeah. Let's bring out sex toys. Heard it was. I've heard that was a thing. It sounded pretty hilarious. I'm actually. I'm fairly certain that I told Mike like the last time I was on here that we actually at Gentle Giant we've uh, we've done some sex toy prototyping as well. So no, you didn't. You didn't tell me that. That's oh news yeah. To me. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, Doc Johnson in in Van Nuys, California. They're one of the premier sex toy makers in the in the world. But yeah, they uh, they they entered the digital sculpting market so they needed stuff to be 3d printed that was digitally sculpted and digitally scanned so yeah we had some really weird stuff coming off the printer for a while that people were like (laughs) is that even is that even human (laughs) you see that avengers line that came out years ago oh yeah oh jesus christ (laughs) they each their own but what the fuck um (laughs) That was licensed, right? That was actually. I didn't think it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it may have been before the Disney days, but. Uh, yeah. Oh God! But listen, gentlemen, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate it. 
Um, dude, I pleasure to meet you. Hopefully, I didn't bore or no, dude. It was <laughs> a, ma a master class in uh, in toys. Um, hopefully, I get you guys back on. We'll talk more cursed dad as you start announcing some more stuff. Um, and I, you know, best of luck with all that. I'm really excited for it. I know a lot of people are too. Awesome, man. Well, thank you. And uh, yeah, good to meet you. Yeah, same, Phil. Thank good you luck in school, much. man. <laughs> Appreciate it, yeah. Adam. Thank you again. As always, it's always a pleasure. Thanks, dude. It was great being on. All right, boys. Take care. All right. See you later.